glad you could make it. You are listening to the audio version of a live broadcast. You can stay up to date on our schedule and catch us live by checking out the links in the description below. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. Visit links.chaoticallybalanced.com for more info. Now that we are done with that, it's time to start the adventure. Welcome, fellow adventurers, nerds, and neurodivergents. Sit back, stay hydrated, and prepare yourselves for tonight's adventure. Last time, the misfits were thrown another loop as Ace and Eos appeared out of a portal in the middle of battle. They all had no time to think, as a witch was chasing after them. And more combat commenced. The misfits fought valiantly. Well, everyone except the mercenary commander Malachi, who bickered. Eventually, everyone worked together to clear the field and focus on our demonic minions. This led them to being out. <laughs> this is the wrong yep. one. Yep. Because yep. we're That's, uh, smart. Two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. I do have the right one because I'm intelligent. I just didn't copy pasta it to the right location. Thank copy you pasta. for that recap of two weeks ago for everyone who had already forgotten. Uh, uh. Would anyone here be included in that everyone that had already forgotten? The baby has a very short memory. <laughs> let's let's try that recap again. After the misfits reconvened from their intense battle and reeling from the loss of a friend and a growing rivalry between the mercenary commander and Malachi, they all portaled back to the keep. They were briefly debriefed and allowed a meal before a duel of sorts was to be approved. During this time, Ace and Dianus went off to caution Anigan's wild drunk. They got caught. After a full meal and an axe measuring contest, Malachi and the mercenary commander Gilrael made their way to the dueling arena. A great duel began and ended with many swings and slashes. In the end, Gilrael gave Malachi his respect, and Malachi came out the victor. Everyone went back to celebrate and search for various odds and ends. Now, they make some last-minute stops, they rest, and they relax before the next day's adventure. That is where we are. So, before the night's rest, because we, we have a couple mm -hmm. of things that some of you want to do, what would you like to take care of? Who wants to go first? I mean, if no one wants to go, I'll go first. By all means. Okay, so uh, I would finish having uh, a beer and some, and some drinks with Gil Rael and, at, uh, and the mercenaries and whatnot. Um, I'd say my good nights, and then I would head over to um, to uh, the blacksmiths. Because okay. Gil Royale apparently gave me something, but I haven't checked it out. Yes. Yes, he did. So, you are heading over to the blacksmiths um, with both your requests and this new item. What are you asking about first? Um, let's 
figure out what's up with this keychain. This is very interesting. It looks like it's full I'm sorry? I said I would have followed you, by the way. Oh, you're coming? Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, There are... I had a couple of blacksmiths there. Um, Not anyone that you have... Not Luke or Chi-Chi or Liz. Or Luke or Liz. They're not there. Uh, But you find a blacksmith. All right. Uh, well, it's it's a little late. We're we're just cleaning up some stuff. What what can I help you with? Apologies. Uh, I'm not sure I've met you before. Are you new here? No, no. I just usually work in the back, but uh, you know they have the the less experienced ones clean up the shop at the end of the night. Well, a part of your apprentice program? I am no apprentice, and he slams a hammer down on an anvil. Huh. I kind of look at him. Well, you look I, like, like you should be. I kind of nudge Pen like, what are you doing? I, I wasn't trying to insult him. I was trying to give him a compliment. Like, sorry. He's an apprentice? Just, he looks like an apprentice. Sorry. Pen. I kind of like try to. He pulls a hot like poker out of the uh, forge and points it at you, Pen, like two inches from your face. What was that, boy? I'm older than your grandma. Apologies. Apologies. And I kind of put a hand right over Pen's mouth so that he doesn't talk. <laughs> That's what I thought. Listen to your friend here, he's got some sense. Apologies, sir. Um, what uh, what race is is this guy? So he is this little, gray-haired, elder-looking gnome. Okay. So I look at him uh, respectfully. Apologies, sir. You know, no disrespect at all, my friend. Just you know, the first thing on his mind. It's it's no offense to you at all. And I take off the keychain. On my hip, uh, I look at him. I say, "I, I don't know if you are." Keychain. Oh, you must have bested Gilrael in battle. Huh? And I kind of look a little smug, just like, "Yeah, no, I uh, we we had a good fight. Good fight." I'm surprised you still have your head. Oh. It took it took some doing, and uh, and I nearly lost it, but um, yeah. I won this, and uh, I. It looks like there are little, little tiny, toy weapons on here. Oh, there are no toys there, son. They're, uh, they're weapons. But they're t- so tiny. Uh, take one off. I mean, wh- what do we got here? I can't even really tell. Can you, can you help me out here? I'm gonna take off the one in the middle. Just gonna. Pluck it off a little bit, and then what happens? Uh, it extends into a great club. You are holding a great club. Huh. And I kind of lay it down on the table, 
And, you uh, notice that I there's start... a hook, there's the hook that it was on also enlarged with it at the end of it. Interesting. So weapons removed from the from the keychain enlarge immediately for use. And then I do the same thing to the other two uh, other two weapons, and I put them on the countertop. Okay. Uh, as you do so, you also get a uh, a scythe, like a sickle with a long handle. So it, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's more scythe-like. And you also get a uh, maul, like a like a not a maul, more like a like a warhammer. Interesting. I look at a. Uh, I apologize, sir. I didn't get your name. Mm. Just, just keep calling me, sir. I like it. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't get any respect around here. Those youngins outshined me, and he kind of kicks some of the forge dust. Understood. Yeah. No. Don't want to go with those youngins. Uh, you think you could tell me anything about these weapons? Are are they magical? Are they uh, are they good? I know Gilroy was using them, but he, we fought with axes. Um, repeat one more time. Oh, just trying to figure out uh, if if you can tell me anything about these weapons. Are they magical or? Oh no! No, those are just collections of the people that have tried to challenge Gilrael. He's taken oh. souvenirs for those that have survived. Interesting. Are these weapons of any worth? I mean, they've had some minor things done to them, but they're not anything of a legend. And he. Eyes up your weapons, not like those there on your back. Well, yeah, no. These things are uh, pretty damn special. I put a hand on Sandra. I put my left, my right hand on Sandra, my left hand on uh, on Donna. These things will, uh, these things cut. Sure. Now, the key ring works. You can clip one of those, one of the other hooks there to a weapon and it will miniaturize and you can clip it to the key ring okay but i have to attune to it first correct uh if by that you mean you have to spend some time studying it yes yeah no that that's what we call attunement from but yes i gotta i gotta do the study thing um so if you if you were to put that clip on your weapon and then attach it to the keys, it becomes part of the keys. Yes. Did I, did I oh wow, that's pretty cool. It's a key ring, you know. It's it's basically storage, which is be very ca- useful. Be, be careful though, like a normal key ring, if oh. there are. A good number of objects on it. It jingles and jangles. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to have too much. And again, as nice as these weapons are, you kind of don't hold a candle to my own. Um, <clears throat> my only real concern here is that I would have to unattune 
one of my weapons in order to use this thing. But if you unattune to one of your axes and attach it to the key ring and attune to the key ring, then you would be attuned to your axe again. Yes? That is that is not how the key ring works. They are all technically still separate items. We haven't been able to figure out the magic to have the attunement flow through one item to another. Hmm. Very interesting. Well, hmm. duly noted. Either way, want to be jingling if I'm going to be using this thing and if I am going to be using this thing then that's going to take up three slots automatically means two of these weapons have to go and I'm going to look at Pen I'm going to look, ask him you make use of any of these weapons? Uh hmm. I could, but I don't. I can't attune. To, I can't. I can't They're regular them. weapons. Don't they don't. You don't. They don't require attunement unless you upgrade them. Well, I have both of my staffs, and I pull out my the the little mortar and I turn it into a staff or the the pestle. Sorry. Hmm? Yes, yes. But I got both of these. We could take these off your hand for you. Um not your not oh, not, you not, not not those not those stabs over there. I'm talking to the to the big the big guy here. And I kinda lean on the table. What do you give me for him? It depends. You're not only here to get a weapon appraised, are you? No 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 no. That's uh just uh that's just the top the, the the crest of it all and then i i tap on my own armor I need this to be a bit more robust so uh i was looking you want us to strengthen to, it for you that's a nice, I mean, you, that's some nice work there i mean it is nice it's 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 gotten me through a lot of scrapes but i feel like it could be better um i'm wondering if perhaps you can you can strengthen it Perhaps maybe even throw some resistance abilities in on it, because again, Iovane is is a big mother man. Yes, I have seen the white dragon. <sighs> we it's not probably... just one. He's Ooh, sorry. Go ahead. We could we could probably up its effectiveness a little bit. Any mm. little bit helps. We could also maybe, I don't know. You want it? You want to be able to not be frozen solid. That would be nice. All right. Okay. You uh, you offering up this keyring with these weapons? Ah, uh, well, the whole keyring. I don't know. What do you do? What do you do do for me if uh, I give you the scythe and the uh, the maul? The scythe and the warhammer. So you want to keep the, the great, warhammer, the great club? Um, actually, no. You know what? 
give them all three weapons, but I so want to keep the, the three weapons, ring. but you keep the key ring. Yeah, <sighs> that's a bit of a disappointment, but uh... I mean, again, tell me what you need because if you're if you're digging this key ring, I get it, but you got to sweeten the pot a little bit for me. Well, Throwing an extra resistance. A a job like this, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. What I can do is I could make it a little cheaper for you. It's always nice I to do have a bunch of precious gems if you're interested in gems too. Turn around and look at Penn. Yeah, he is our he is our bank, you know. Always trust the dragonborn. Reach into the bag of holding and pull out a handful of precious gems. Actually, this is just some of what's in this bag. There's like I don't know, probably fifteen more pounds for this. Normally, for for something of what you are looking for, it would cost about. 7,000 gold. I'll do it. For 5,500 gold. If you throw in the weapons. So we're talking... Strengthening. We're talking... Resistances. And... uh, for 5,500 and the keychain with the weapons. No, that would just be the weapons. Just the weapons, not the keychain. Yes. If I gave you the keychain, what would you do for me? And I'm kind of jingling a little bit. His like eyes I'm jingling light in his up. Hand. You see his yeah. eyes light up. But I need to make a persuasion check. already did i did earlier yes but i feel like we're haggling a little bit more so i was just asking well should i uh throw throw out there what i'm looking for if if you throw the key ring in this was gilroy else you know i'll i'll expedite your orders yours and your friend's orders What's the turnaround time? What are we talking? Uh, it depends on how much you give me, because I only we're 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 still low staffed. But but <sighs> turns around. I mean, and here's his here's chin. the deal. And as he turns around, I kind of you know, I you know, I stand up firm in front of the table. I kind of put a hand firmly on the table there. Look at him, I'm like we're talking. Keychain. Weapons, fifty-five. You said fifty-five hundred or five, like 5, five grand, and we're fifty-five hundred. Yes. Keychain weapons, fifty-five hundred. Yes. Day and a half. For your stuff, it would be a day and a half. For you and your friends, I would expedite theirs as well. It may increase the work time. 
two and a half days. I'll do. It depends. I can get your stuff done in like a I'm, day. I, I'm not looking for much. I'm just looking for somebody that's skillful in in, in the leather, so that we could probably, I don't know, add some additional padding to my leather. Maybe some shoulder pads. Depends. Do you have any materials to add? Um, I think I have. Let's see. Hide. Do you have any hide? Does hide go bad? No. I don't have any hide or leather. No, but you do have what we were just spending, spent a lot of time before session talking about. Rainbow gems? Yes. The ultimate rainbow gems. Um, it expedites. Yeah, I have... I I do have this uh, this rainbow gem now. If, uh, if that'll help, this is this would help greatly. Yes, it it would get you get you nice armor increase. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I could I could do this for you. Um, you you if your friend here gives me his his key ring and these weapons. I will do these upgrades expedited for a total of 2,500 gold. And any other upgrades you guys bring by will be at a heavily discounted price. I look at Penn and I kind of nod. What are you thinking? Well... I'm thinking either. What about what about another rainbow gem? What about two rainbow gems instead of a rainbow gem, twenty five hundred? So you want to sell him a rain? You want to trade him another rainbow gem? Well, I mean, he really doesn't need it for Malachi's, but it would help to cut down the time. Yes. Well, now hold on. How many rainbow gems do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Damn. Who knows we have that many? Um, even so, being that they are so damn useful and that they can be used for your higher level spell components think it's simply better to hold on to them because it doesn't look like the turnaround time is going to be very big right now but we can see and again if it is then sure maybe talking about one but one maybe because you know again these things have multi-use correct so you just want to settle with the the key ring, the weapons, 2,500 and one gem? Or do you want to give them another one? Yeah, I'm fine with that. If you are. Well then. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to start going through the bag of holding and pulling out 
uh, pieces of platinum that's going to end up equaling out to 250. Okay. I take off my uh, my armor. I put the key. I uh, I put the hooks back on. I put the weapons back on the hooks. They and then I put the hooks back on the keychain. And I jingle it and I put it down on the table, along with my armor. Um, to be clear, I don't want to freeze, and I don't. I don't want to be. Affected by the undead. I I got some some enchantments that'll be good for you. Appreciate it. I uh I take after I get done handing over the platinum, I take my armor off as well, and. Okay. And cool. Like I said, I'm just looking for just a, just a little bit more protection. Just some added padding and maybe if you can add shoulder pads on, that'd be cool. Okay. Appreciate you being I can, so reasonable, I can, sir. I can do this for you guys. I gotcha. Uh, just when you come back, make sure you put a good word in for me with your friends. I know you are close to the... Uh, the two youngins that have taken over. Well, I'm sorry. Well, um, what is your name again, sir? Just sir. And I look at Penn. Just call me Just the sir. old gnome fellow. The old gnome, sir. Sir, old gnome. There you go. Well, so uh, when we have to come back as a referral, we will ask for sir, old gnome. Yes, yes. Well, We'll definitely put in a good word with uh, with Karen Elwin. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, for the record, he's talking about Liz and Luke. Oh, the oh the people who took over the the blacksmith. Yes, Sorry, yes, yes, yeah. Yes, okay. Yes. Oh yeah, no, no. If your if your if your two uh, other companions and that uh, that dragon that goes around with you, if they need anything, please, please come back. Most definitely. We definitely will. And I kind of give him a hand to shake. He shakes your hand? Thank you, thank you. Uh, we're not going to start these until the morning. It's it's late. Of course. Oh, uh, here. Malachi, he hands you just a set of, like, regular chain mail. And uh, Penn, he hands you just a set of, what, did you have leather or studded leather? Studded leather. He hands you just a set of studded leather. Those... Those are loners. Um, we were told not to let anyone leave unarmored. So Appreciate you have those until you get your real armor back. Oh, well, thank you. I, I appreciate on that. Much obliged. Now Be go, well. go. I'm tired. We are out. You have a good night, sir, old gnome. I will give him my inspirations while he works. I, I assumed as much. I assumed he was going to be getting some inspiration. Um, nice. <laughs> while they are both doing that, Ace and Dianus, are you, either of you, doing anything after dinner? Or are you just going right to your quarters that you have been granted?
gonna head back to my quarters. Are you sure you don't want to see if there's any guys to pick up? Since we couldn't wrestle a horse. Yeah, kind of tired after that. True, that takes a lot of effort. All right. Yes, getting drunk and then getting sober again is never fun. Next time, we'll get the horse and we'll Indeed steal. Indeed, we will. Yes, yes, we will. Malachi and Pen. Are you just heading right back to your uh, appointed rooms in the keep, or are you doing anything else? Late, is it? Very late. It's very late, like, yeah. Like, like 10 or 11 o'clock. Yeah, there's only one person I'd be looking for at this point, so I can just go to bed. Okay. Pen? Yeah, I think I'll go back to the... The humble abode and go to sleep. Malachi, unfortunately, you do not find that one person for your night's rest. Uh, you each are granted individual luxurious rooms, though, so you can't complain too much. Um, and it's on the side of the keep that wasn't partially destroyed by a dragon. I appreciate the room, but I'm still partially upset. It's warm. It's not cold. It's better than sleeping outside. Oh, certainly. I need each of you to roll a wisdom save for me. Wisdom save. Wisdom go. Oh my, that's terrible. That's a seven. I have an indomitable. I'm going to use that. Okay. Mine was not great either. Ugh, that's even worse. Uh, does indomitable say you have to take the new roll? Uh, yeah. It says I have to use the that's new roll. That's a natural one. Uh, well, I'm going to use indomitable one more time. Okay. Wisdom save. Go. <sighs> Jesus. Eight. Okay. Fuck. Pen? Thundercats are not rolling well tonight. Mm. Goblin God, help us. 19. Help. Okay. Dianus? I rolled a 19. Pen and Dianus, you both feel a familiar 
presence try to pry into your minds as you sleep. But you brush it off as just a paranoid dream after all the chaos that you've been through. And you sleep peacefully through the night. Ace, you feel a familiar presence try to pry into your dream. And you get some disturbing visions of a unicorn, but it's a silhouette. You don't quite recognize it. You also have some flashbacks to your time in the abyssal realm uh, when you were running with your unicorn friend. You get your long rest, though a little tumultuous. Oh, Malachi. You... You have tortured visions of a witch and of a unicorn and of demons and you try not to focus on them throughout your sleep tossing and turning but eventually you find yourself running through the forest running away from hellhounds and flying fiends and you hear the witch behind you saying that she's going to get you that you're next, that all your friends have been scattered and are dead. And you run to the keep, and you keep running down the path, and you get to the gate, and then you hear in your vo in your head, Ah, that's where you guys went. This wretched unicorn wouldn't give you up before he got away. But now I know where you are. And that's it. The sun rises on this peaceful morning in the forest, and you all wake up to uh, breakfast waiting at your doors. There's also a piece of letter waiting for you, Pen. Can we click the long rest button? Yes, you all get your long rest. Okay. <laughs> I'm still shaking as I open my door. <sighs> so I'm gonna get out of bed and I'm gonna. Uh, you said it's outside the door. Yeah, so all of you have breakfast waiting for you outside the door. Um, you're in four rooms, like it's a quad, so it's. At the end of a hallway, four separate rooms, two on each side that are all facing each other. So, like, you're all together. I'm gonna. Oh, so it's like all like all we're in four separate rooms, but they're all facing each other. Yeah, there's two on one side, two on the other side. At the end of a hallway, so there's like no one. There's no one walking through the area. Um, so you, if you all open each other, if you all open the doors, you can all see each other. Right, so I was about to say, when I open the door, I was going to be like, ooh, food, and I was going to see if I see anybody else, or if all the doors are closed. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Are you all waking up and going right to the door for food? Yep. I will leave my door open so I can see when other people are awake. Okay. Pen, you get up and grab your food, and you see Diana's, uh getting her food right at the same time. Ace, 
being up a little earlier than you has her door open and is just sitting and eating. Malachi? Prince. Uh, so, question. Yes. Um, this witch, is this the witch that we saw come through with Ace? You Tell saw him? a silhouette and heard a voice. Did the voice sound like this witch? Because I know what the other witch sounded like. The voice sounded vaguely familiar. I'm just asking because I feel like since it's been so close by, if it was the same witch that I just heard on our last skirmish, I feel like I might be able to say, oh, it's her. You have a strong feeling that it's probably her. Uh, um, in which case, I would kind of wake up a little bit, um, sweating, and then just kind of having, you know, flashbacks uh, to the dream that I heard. Uh, I would walk over to the door, open up the door, grab the food, look out and see everybody else and be like, we need to move. And I'm just going to come outside and is there like a ta- common area table or anything? I agree. At the end of the hallway, there's like a small little common area, but there's no one there currently. I would look to the rest of the misfits and be like, I say we, uh, we eat and discuss. I'm going to walk over to the common area table. As you do that, Penn, there is a letter on your tray. Oh. I was gonna, I was gonna read it whenever I decided whether where I was sitting down to eat because I was, I was gonna ask Dionis if she would, if she wanted a company, but Malachi sounds like he has something to talk about, so I'm gonna go join him on the comedy room and then notice the note and uh, say, uh, Malachi, one second before you start, I have, I have a note here, and I'm gonna open it up and start reading it. Oh, okay. okay. Dear Pendragon. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's really you. I can't believe that you're actually here. Oh my god, oh my god, I've heard so much about you. I can't wait to meet you. Come outside when you're done. Okay, bye. Uh. Huh. Uh. And you got a fan. I guess I have a secret admirer. Um, they're waiting outside for me, so. Shit. Oh. No, I want to eat first. Well, Malachi has something he wants to say, too, so. Uh, are we all sitting at the table at this point? Uh, depends how, did, did that, did, did that letter affect you at all, Ten? I mean, I'm a little bit more eager to go outside to see who it is, but it, it's not like they're going to know that I'm awake right now, so I want to sit and enjoy my meal first. 
so I might eat it a little faster than I was before, but I'm gonna eat my food first. Okay. What if it's <laughs> trying to trick you? Or worse, somebody trying to steal your affections away from Dionys. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna go out there by myself. I want you guys to come with me. Good. I will. I will keep my arms in my hand, and I mean my stabbies. I'm looking at Ace weirdly. You're so uppity about right now. Who you calling uppity? I kind of narrow my eyes at her. I'll have you know that that sentiment is particularly racist among my people. Watch it. Excuse me, madam. Little. Little lady. Well, actually, no, you're not little. You're like my height. Uh. Well. well. Apologies. Is there anything? Well, Malachi, you have something you would like to discuss over this breakfast. Did. So, if again, if we're all at the uh, the table area, mm -hmm. I will. Well, how do we all sleep? Did we all, did we all have a good night? When he says that, I kind of, I kind of give a dreary look, and just shake my head. Nothing but nightmares. Feel like, and then as I say this, I look at Ace again. Which that was after you, is now after all of us. Could have told I you say that. This? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I could have told you that without a dream. Yeah, because she was tracking us with the sending stone. She's. I think she knows where we are now. Like, really oh. knows. I think she's coming. I put the sending stone in the bag of holding. I think she lost her ability to do so. Like, oh, I, no. I put it in there for a reason. Oh, I forgot you put it in there. Yes. I get it. I get it. I get it. But... This dream, it, it felt pretty real. I think she's coming. I think she might be sending somebody. So all I can say is as soon as our work is, our, the work on our gear is done, we need to go. Yeah, I had, I had like an eerie feeling before I went to bed last night. But I just thought it was just, just in, you know, the last couple of days we had. And I kind of just took it off and went to sleep, but you, I, maybe she was trying to get in all of our heads. I think as long as we stay in the keep, the more danger the civilians are in, knowing that most of these enemies are after us. The attacks that were where we're gone would be more minor since we're not here. Well... The attacks weren't minor on Exire while we were gone. That's, but I oh. do understand what you're saying. Either way, we're not of, of great benefit here. They don't need us to defend the town based on what Kirito Gilrael has said. Well, we are of better use going after Cryovane. We need our gear to do that. 
and this witch is coming. So she's after us, and we need to be elsewhere. And I look at Ace again. Is there anything that you can tell us about this witch? Why was she chasing you? I don't know. I've never met her before yesterday. But maybe we can get the dragon to eat her. You mean cryovane? Yes. Get the I bigger, can't imagine get the bigger thing to... to eat the smaller thing when you're being chased by multiple things. That's a great strategy. Thought so. You know what, Ace? You can leave some food out for them. See if, if they all just eat each other. How about that? Anything else that you're discussing over this breakfast? That was my thing. You all finish up, and then uh, I guess, Pen, you're leading the way since you're the one that got a secret letter. So, I guess let's go see who my secret admirer is, shall we? Everybody's, everybody's full? We're all good? I pat my belly. Lead the way. Dianus, there was a plate for Draco as well. He enjoyed his. All right. Pen, you lead your group out of the keep down the stairs. See nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing. There seems to be a lot of mercenaries, especially, just looking at you right now, though. Just kind of like side-eyeing you and then going off in their direction. Not in a threatening or negative way, just kind of looking at you. More so than normal. And you'd think everyone would be looking at Malachi since he's the one that just took down one of the mercenary commanders. But they're looking at you. Anybody notice that I'm... uh... No, a little popular this this morning. I guess to say. I don't know. I have a lot of eyes on me. That's for why. Maybe like you like your shininess. You know, as as Malachi says that you do feel extra shiny this morning. I poke my eyes, I kind of stand up and I poke my chest out and I stand like like a superhero pose, kind of like, ching! Um, but I don't know, how am I supposed to... I pull back out the letter, I try to see if there was like a name or something at the bottom so I can find out who this person was. Signed with a cursive B with a winky face and something that is supposed to look like fireworks. Mm. 
D rank. D D rank explosion. D rank. Hmm. Are you walking while you're doing this? Or did you just, just stop in the like... middle of the keeps? Uh, no, I'm I'm still I uh, like uh, as I came out of the front, I looked around to try to see if. Alright. Well, you're still in the keeps. So you came across all the way down the hall, down the center stairs, and then now you're making your way outside. Oh, oh, this is everybody in the keep that's staring at me. Yes, not outside. Oh, oh, oh no! I'm going to continue walking towards the door as I'm. Okay. Looking. You know. open um, the door. I am following, just so we're aware. I assumed everyone was following at this point. You, As you open the door and your eyes adjust to the sun's brightness, you are assailed by the sounds and scene of just super bubbly, colorful fireworks and sparkles all around you. Localized. They're not like huge fireworks. They're just, just all around you. And then all of a sudden... You're just tackle-hugged by this creature that's about a foot-ish smaller than you. Oh! Oh, hi! 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 Oh my god! Oh my god! You really got my note! I'm so happy! Hi! Who... Who are you? Oh, well, and she steps back and, like, kind of fixes her her clothes a little bit. Uh, She is in training gear. Uh, uh, my name, my name's Brethana. I, uh, I heard you were here. You're, you're an inspiration to all of us, especially us that are, are more magically inclined. Oh, well, 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 thank you, Brianna. Brethana. Um, Brethana. Um, how is there... So you and your fr- I'm an inspiration to you and your friends? Uh, to all of us magic users in the Mercenary Guild, yeah. She starts jumping up and down again, super excited, looking around you. Oh, you're, well, you're much taller and shinier in person. Well, is, is there anything I can do for you? Yeah, let's duel. Oh. Uh. Right now. It's been approved. I've gotten approval. I woke them up at 6, no. plus 6 a.m. this morning. Do it. Go for it. All right. Getting a better look at this individual. She is... She looks like elvish in nature. Um, but instead of the pale or the tanner skin, she's got like this dark purplish hue-like skin. Her hair is straight, shoulder-length, white, uh, eyes black. Um, she's hard to tell with elves, or those of elvish bloodline. She's young, though. Young adult. Oh, I'm 18 myself, so... She grabs your hand and starts pulling you towards the dueling which you see has already been set up. Oh, alright. Shall, uh, shall we skip? Yes! I would love to skip. And you both start skipping. 
I'm just looking in in quiet surprise. <laughs> Is anybody else saying anything or doing anything? What was that? Are you sure she's not an assassin? I'm just scratching my head, wondering what's going on. It could be a trap. It's not a trap. Be. She wouldn't have been allowed. She wouldn't have been allowed in here if, the, if this was a trap. I think we're good. Oh, wait, She's just somebody. Malachi, they don't know it's a trap. I kind of try and put. I put hands up like reassuringly. It's fine. We'll all be fine. This is going to be good for Penn. And I'm, I'm like still following to, to make sure that this goes well. It's fine. You can be his bodyguard. I'm following along with uh, Stabby McGee in hand. I can. Okay. Um, at this point. We go into preparation mode. So, as last time, Pen, you can have your friends cast three, or give you, or assist you with three things. So we each give him one thing? Yes. Okay. You know, I have no requests. Nothing at all? I mean, your buff would be nice, but if I'm facing another magic user, they won't have the additional action like me, so I feel like it'd be kind of unfair do, if do not I'm doing limit somebody yourself. that's inspired by me. That's the point. We're making it unfair. She has her own unfairness going on over there. Well then, if you would like to use your buff, then I'm not going to say no. I will grant him my Sky Dragon's buff. Okay. Uh, I am. You said that uh, his opponent is uh, elf. Elf in nature, but different looking than elves you're used to seeing. An elf is a type of fey creature, right? Uh, no. They are no. a humanoid. They are a humanoid creature. Different from a fey. Okay. Uh... Shit, I don't think there's anything I can... Nothing I would be able to cast from that would help him here. I mean, I could cast protection from good and evil, but this thing's not a fave and it's not really going to do anything. Um, I 
you could possibly grant him some of your luck. Can I? Uh, no, unless you have the spell that does it, you cannot. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will give him uh, a potion of greater healing. Okay. And you can use and that as a bonus action. On yourself, yes. Alright, I'm gonna give him my cloak of, uh, Elvenkind. Isn't that attunement? Oh shit, yeah it is, never mind. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, cloak of Elvenkind attunement. This does... Hmm. I could give you my Ring of Balance. You could give him the Ring of Balance, yes. Yes, I'll give you the Ring of Balance. Alright. So, Pen, you have been granted the Sky Dragon's buff. You have been grant given a Ring of Balance from Theonis, and Malachi gave you a Greater Healing Potion. I have a Greater Healing Potion. Alright, what's the Ring of Balance do? If you- you can put it in your inventory because it's an actual item. Uh... You gain advantage on all Dexterity saving throws. Ooh. Ring of While you guys are preparing, uh, you see her also preparing with some of her friends, and she turns around and yells back, Oh, 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 by the way, by the way, uh, Pendragon, Pendragon, guess what? She's yelling this across the arena. Yeah? I, uh, I convinced some of my other friends to, uh, to join up in, in the arena roster. Uh, yeah, they wanna, they wanna duel... Uh, your other party members there, as well, after we're done. So, do you want to do us one-on-one, -on -one or...? Yes, yes, all one-on-one, -on -one, but, but they, they also want to duel your friends if your friends are up for it. Well, guys, I'm not the only one that inspired people around here. They... There's people that want the Julius as well. Oh. I'm sure you heard her. She was yelling, but yes, she, she everyone heard her. Who the shit would want to pick a fight with me? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually curious. Who, who are we looking at across the way right now? Oh no, no, not these friends. These friends are just are are my other friends. I have I have the 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 other. <sighs> 
we're not your friends. And you see this short tiefling step out of the shadows underneath from the shade of a tree. Has a wow. book. Rude. Has a book in her hand and just whoosh, summons a shadow weapon in her hand. Huh. I just wanted to see how another warlock fights because none of these people here are warlocks. That's all. And then I look at her. The blade disappears. And then I look at Ace. Then I look at her. And then I look at Ace. And then I look at her again. Is uh is this tiefling attractive? I mean, it's it's average build tiefling. I don't know. <laughs> it's Built, short. Huh? I didn't build out the body or attractive specifications. Uh, so her skin is not traditional for a tiefling. Uh, emerald green skin with crystal blue eyes and turquoise colored hair. Malachi's going to walk up to her and be like, hey, what's up? She summons her blade again, as you do, and it is at your neck. Whoop. Take, take one more step, and you bleed where you stand. You are too young for me. I've heard that before, but never a complaint. She whips open her her spell her book as well with her blade out so uh, go ahead and try me i think he was trying to and i, I kind of look at her like like you know with the big cheese grin like certainly am trying indeed and i'd be trying to persuade her oh roll a persuasion check okay Oh, no. Well, that's a 20, but dirty 20. That's a 13. She puts her book open. She closes her book. The knife is still at your throat, but there is no immediate threat of a spell being cast on you. <sighs> Boys. You may leave with your head. And the blade disappears and she disappears back into the shadows. That was strangely arousing. And I'm like scratching my chin. And then I turn back to Ace. You should fight that one. Definitely. She may prefer to fight you. I prefer to do many things with that one. Fight! Do you see a must. shadow in the tree branches just appear? Just yell down to you? Ha! Mm -hmm. I don't want to fight him. I saw what him and Gilrael did. I'd rather fight another warlock. Thank you. And then I look back at Ace and, like, cheese grin. Uh, Dionys, make a perception check for me. Okay, Ducky.
was a nat 20. You rolled a nat 20? Yes, yeah, I did. Goddess. It's a plus nine, so it's twenty-nine. Out of nowhere, a dagger flies by your face. It doesn't scratch or hit. It just lands in front of you and then vanishes. The hell? <sighs> Looks like the sharpshooter's not as sharp as I thought she'd be. Ooh. I'm gonna kind of look at her sideways and be like, "I just woke up and had breakfast." She, these, this what? female fig, uh, this female human is standing on the dragon fountain, and just has a regular cloak on. Pulls her cloak hood down. It's like. <sighs> Was the fireworks so too distracting, kitty cat? No, you basic human. They weren't. We'll have to see about that. I guess we shall. She puts her cloak back up and almost seems to vanish in thin air. Oh, we got copycat, do we? No, it's more like you still have some eye crusties in your eyes, and she's moved a little too quickly for you this early in the morning. Yeah, I was, I was pretty hammered last night. With preparations made and threats also made. Challenges issued. We are going to take an I'm early gonna... break. Ah, go ahead, Penn. I'm going to have the uh, Pestilarity and the Sports Staff. So yep. I'm going to already have uh, the Dual Wielding, so I'll be at 16 AC instead of 15. Okay. Um, Malachi's expression is in the chat. Yes, I, I, I did see that. We are going to take a slightly early break now before the duel commences between Brethana and Pentagon. When we come back, we will commence the duel and see who is the better spellcaster. Stay tuned, everybody, because I'm sure it will be just as thrilling as it was with Malachi Gilrail. It's going to be more thrilling. This is magic time. Hey, you there. Stop. We think you forgot to like and subscribe. Now you get put in dice jail. Just kidding. But if you are enjoying the show, share it with your friends. Subscribing, liking, and reviewing also help bring others to our doorstep. You can also head over to chaoticallybalanced.com forward slash support linked in the description below and get access to exclusive content seen nowhere else. Now that that's cleared up, let's get back to the adventure. And we are back with a duel about to commence. Both contestants have made their preparations and stepped into the arena. There was some conversation with some other 
mercenary individuals around that have made some threats and challenges to the other misfits. But for now, we are focused on this new character, Brathana, and young Pendragon. Before, oh. go ahead. Sorry. Um, I'm going to start preparing a poison to add to my weapon. Okay. You can do that. Before this battle commences, uh, you see a mercenary uh, gentleman stand up and dressed in nicer clothes. Ah, well... We'll be taking some bets now on this official duel, so anyone who would like to place their bets, come come see me. Misfits, are you placing any bets on this particular duel? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to the guy. Okay. I am going to I'm gonna bet two hundred. No, bet three hundred. Pen to win. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Three hundred on pen. Yeah. Okay. Three hundred on pen. Uh, I'll put fifty on the other one to win. Anyone else betting? I'll bet 70 on pen. And... 30 on the other... Little... Okay. Girl. Ace, you are not betting, I assume. Correct. A uh, pen, are you betting... Are you putting any wagers in? <clears throat> um. I'm just gonna split down the, the down the middle with the hundred gold that I got. I'm gonna put fifty on myself and fifty on her. I'm an inspiration to her, so I don't want to make it seem like I think I'm better than her. Okay. Uh, let's have... There's going to be about another... Okay. Now, let's... I need you both to roll initiative. That's a natural 20 on initiative. I got 18. Oh wow, that's actually what the auto roller put you at, 18. 
Uh, you do uh. get to add a d4. Uh, okay. D4. You're still going oh. second, but... So then that's a 20. It is Brethana's go. You see her just bouncing up and down, ready, pulls out uh, a, uh, like, oh, oh, uh, she has a, she clutches her wooden necklace thing on her, around her neck. Ah, this is so exciting, I can't wait. See what you got. See how much inspiration I am. thing and she begins uh, saying something as she is pulling out her materials and a creature appears I guess we're just going to make a It's not a thing. That's weird. Well, just, it's not a Drake companion, I promise. dissipates and what is left is this starry cosmic looking ethereal visage in front of you holding a bow
an attack. So let's roll. That's a... 27 to hit. That hits. You take... 9 points of radiant damage. And then do that. You take an additional nine points of poison damage. And your speed is reduced by 10 feet. Uh, around you. What was that total damage? So it was a total of 18. Nine points of radiant, nine points of poison. Um, around you. There are brambles that appear. I'm looking around like, what are these things? And they are wrapping around you in this area. Head, watch out! There's stuff growing. See what you got now. And she ends her turn. It's your turn, Pet. So, am I stuck in place, or you're I entangled? Uh, you are not entangled. It is different. Um. I read that. So the brambles aren't coming out of the ground, they're just wrapped around you. Oh, it's just like a straight jacket? Kind of. Uh, you do find it more difficult to move, so you have 10 feet less movement. And you feel them digging into you, so you think moving might also hurt. You may be able to remove them, but you're not sure. I think if I stay here, they might dig in more, and they might hurt more. So, I am going to uh, activate my gem flight. Okay. Because that doesn't require action or nothing. And I'm going to lift, like, try to get up off the ground like, even if it hurts to rip them out of my legs I'm going to get off of this area okay so I'm going to go uh, about the brambles are coming out of where the arrow struck you they are on your person they are not on the ground oh so well, as they, you fly up they wrap really... around your wings as well slowing your fly speed 
How high up do you oh. go? I'm just gonna be like hovering, just maybe about five feet above the ground. You take an additional four points of slashing damage as you move, and the brambles dig into your skin. Well, I'm gonna move a little bit more, so I guess I'm gonna take some more damage. Uh, you only take damage the first time you move, so you can move more. Okay. I need to switch your pieces. <clears throat> Alright, so... I'm gonna move... Oh, that's ruler. So you're 5 feet up, so you have 15 feet of movement. And I'm gonna move... Five... And then right there. Alright, I'm gonna activate my Dragon Force. Okay. And then I'm going to cast uh, Spike Growth. Okay, so you cast Spike Growth, which is... Where are you putting it? Oh. Right. There. Okay, remind me again on spike growth. Okay, the grow the, the ground in a twenty foot radius is centered on a point. It twists and sprouts hard spikes and thorns. The area becomes difficult terrain for the duration. Any creature that moves through the area takes two D four damage per five feet of movement. Okay. The transformation of the ground is camouflaged to look natural. Any creature can't see the area at the time the cast is being Spelled, unless they make a wisdom perception check of the spellcasting DC to recognize that the terrain is now hazardous to enter. Okay. Uh, so you cast that first action. Yes. Well, that would be well, the second action because the first yeah, action was dragon force. Yep. So that's your two actions. You have bonus action and movement. Well, so, as a bonus action, action yep. since I didn't cast a damaging spell, I'm going to cast a cantrip. Yep. And at Brethra, I'm going to hit her with a thorn whip. So, let's see if I hit. Hmm. 17. Uh, is that with the plus D4 that you have? Oh, no, I don't put the D4. Uh, uh, D4. That is 18. Let me check something. So, uh, it does hit. Okay, so then that does... 2d4 piercing plus the dragon force, which is 3d6 force, if I'm correct. Dragon force is 3d6. Alright, so. Thorn whips 4d6. Right, so. 4d6 piercing. Well, which is... what level. You're level 18, so yeah. 
it's it damage increases as your level does. Right. So that's that's four d six piercing for the thorn whip, which is uh, sixteen, and then the three d six force damage because of the dragon force. Yep. Which is uh, eighteen. Which is another seven. So that was fifteen seven, right? Twenty two. Yep. And uh, with thorn whip, any any creature large or smaller gets pulled five feet closer to me. Two D four piercing damage per five feet of movement through the spike growth. So that's an additional four D four. Well that's five that's it's five feet of movement, so it's two D four. Well I pulled him ten feet. Oh you did ten feet? Okay. So yeah, forty four. Yeah, Go ahead and roll. Four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. Eight points of damage? Eight. Is that all you're doing? That's, uh... Uh, well, I'll use the, the uh, rest of my movement to, uh... Well, you have, you so only have 20 feet of movement. Yeah, I'm just going to back up 10 more feet. You used five feet to get in the air, and you used 15 feet to get over here. Yep, and then I'm just going to back up 10 feet. You don't have 30 feet, you have 20 feet. Alright, well then... The brambles are reducing your, your movement. Well then, to the edge of the spike growth. So then just back a little bit. And I'm done. It is this fey creature's turn. Excuse me. You see this fey creature just vanish from your sight for a second. And it appears behind and underneath you, Pen. And it is going to stab up at you. 
11 plus 10. That's a 21 to hit. With a with this this almost incorporeal looking nature short sword. So you take four points for seven points of piercing damage plus three points or four points of force damage. So eleven points total of damage from this creature. Let's roll because it has advantage on that. So let me just roll another d20 to see what it is. Yeah, it's the same thing. So and that's all it's gonna do. It was technically supposed to go right after uh, Breath on it, but I forgot. Now we go to uh, Breath on this turn. Uh, these these vines, these spikes are a little a little itchy. Yeah, they like to bite. DM question. Yes. With spike growth, when they pass through it, does it only reveal the areas that they walk through that they see the spikes now, or does it reveal the whole If they see the area that you cast it, if they're watching you cast it, they know where the area is. Oh, okay. Um, you see her standing there in her starry form. She sets her bow to her side and begins casting something as her starry cosmic hand lights up with a radiant light. A 23 hits you. Yes. You take... Uh, You take 26 points of radiant damage, and you now give off a soft radiant glow. She begins to draw her bow back up and says, Ugh, At least I don't have to move to hit you. Yeah, but I'm going to cover all my guns. She pulls back her arrow and releases it. And as she does, um, the arrow lights with this weird force. Yeah, 
So 28. Mm. I hit, so it's you 28 to hit. Eight, yeah, a 28 to hit. You take 8 points of radiant damage as the arrow hits you. And the arrow explodes as it hits you. You know, shocking you a little bit. Taking another 2 points of force damage. I could have used my reaction before, but I forgot. I'm so sorry. I gotta do my best against you. And another arrow strike for another 28. Taking, you take another 15 points of radiant damage as another arrow, radiant arrow, hits you and then disappears. <sighs> I think that's all I can do this round. Let's see what you got. It's this fey creature's turn. Well, didn't he go before? Uh, he was supposed to go after her turn, the turn after he was summoned. So I had him go after your turn because I forgot he's technically supposed to go after her turn. Oh, so the arrow with the barnacles was from her? Yes, not from the fey creature that's oh. beneath you. Yes. Oh, okay. He just has, this little fey creature just has a, a nature-covered short sword that he's poking you with. So we're going to do, uh, does it have, okay, so no, it's just one. Eight plus ten, that's an eighteen. That hits. So you take... Seven points of piercing damage plus five points of uh, force damage. And that's your turn. Oh. Sneaky, sneaky, huh? You want to sneak up? Alright. For my first action, I'm going to activate the uh, Steel Dragon's buff. Okay. And then I'm going to okay. <clears throat> hit him with the, um, the self-healing staff. Oh, the one underneath you. Yeah, the fake creature. Okay. Oh, and, and I should have uh, hit him with spores, but I'll hit him now with, with, with it during this round. I'll do a little bit of everything. Alright, let's see if I hit with the staff. That is 
14. Is that with the plus D4? Yep. That misses. The brambles okay. tying oh. up your arms a little bit, causing you to miss your hit. Uh, well, then I can't do... Then I missed with that, so I can't hit him with this. Well, I can't hit him with the the pestle because I didn't hit with the first one. So uh, I will cast infection as a cantrip okay. on him. On the little fake creature. It is, yes, with the concentration check of twenty. Uh, you mean a concentration save? A constitution save? Yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. Right. So we roll a d20 and a d4 and a 2. Oh, that's a 23 and another natural 20. I'd call that a success. Hmm. Well, that's not good for me. And I because... assume with that, because it's a cantrip, it does not take effect if it's a success. Correct. Let me, uh, let me double check that. Infestation. Yeah, right. must succeed or take, yeah, so it's a success. Right. So... Yeah, I can't really move because it'll open an opportunity attack. But let's try to hit him with the Halo Spores. Go ahead. Uh, that's a, another Constitution save. Uh, yeah. Gotta find it. Where is it? That's a twenty-four. Wow. Rolling high. And he succeeds with that too. Does he take half damage? I forget on Halo Spores. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Well then I'm done. That was a bad round. Is that all you can do? Yeah, there's nothing else I can I only have movement. Hoping that I did some damage because I wasn't going to do anything for healing this round, but I'll have to make up for it next round because I have nothing else to do besides moving and I don't want to open up an opportunity. For me, so I'm going to stay here. Okay. We go up to the top of the round, back to your admirer. So you see this charge of energy as a familiar dark greenish purple energy starts to leave her hands. 
uh, does a... Does a 21 hit you? Yes. Yeah. First blast hits you in the chest and you take six points of force damage. The first blast hits you and because you're in the air, you kind of shift a little bit. And as she launches her second blast where you used to be, it just whizzes past your ear and misses. The third blast, as she adjusts for her aim, and you mit, you, you're kind of just wavering in the sky here, five feet above the ground, hits you dead center in the chest. And you take another six points of force damage. That blast also rocks you, and the other, the fourth and final blast whizzes past your other ear as it misses. <sighs> I guess I should stick with my bow, and she draws her bow back. A 30 hits. You take 13 points of radiant damage. And a 24, which also hits as a second radiant arrow comes launching at you. You taking another 10 points of radiant damage. I'm I'm just gonna stand I'm just gonna stand very still because I like this spot but I am uh, I'm gonna concede to my little my little guy my friend here I hope you I hope my little friend isn't bothering you uh, and he's going to make a Ooh, but it gets a modifier. So that's 13, or 23 to hit. You take two points, uh, or I'm sorry, you take six points of piercing damage plus six points of force damage. So 12 points total from this little stabby guy behind you. I have resistance to piercing. From oh, yeah. the so, sky dragon. So you take, and I also have resistance to force. You take half that, so you take six points. So. And okay. uh, that's it. Your turn, Pen. Okay.
I am going to uh, let's see here. As an as an action, I'm going to disengage the foe creature. Okay. You are disengaged. I'm gonna move forward. Okay. Closer to actually. Yep. How much movement do I have? I uh, have that was about fifteen feet, right? That was about ten feet. Uh yeah, that was about oh, let me see, you were here. That was about ten feet of movement, so you have ten feet left. Alright, so then right there. Yep. Okay. Uh second attack or action, I'm gonna activate symbiotic entity. Okay. Uh, which gives me seventy five temporary health. Yep. Or seventy two, sorry. Yep. So go ahead and add that temporary health. And then I'm going to use uh with again at uh Bretha. Okay, go ahead and roll your attack. That is a twenty-two. A twenty-two oh, hits. Oh, oh. It doesn't it doesn't it hits. Okay. Roll all the damage. So we have D6 person. Okay. Four, eight, nine. Nine points, okay. Well, we have the three D six for the threatened force. Yep. Which is uh, fourteen. Yep. And then we have the three D eight from the Sky Dragon's buff. Uh, eight, five. That's thirteen, and then seven. So that's twenty. Ah. That one hurt. And, uh, and my symbiotic entity, because that's a melee attack, so then I add an additional d6 damage. Go ahead. Four. Okay. And, and then drag ten feet through the spike yeah. rope. Yep. <laughs> Which is two, five, nine, eleven. Okay. Man, you really just want me close to you. And that's it. Alright. Back up to the top of the round.
can't do that one. So, as this round begins, you see clouds begin to appear above you. As a lightning storm seems to be brewing. see this giant lightning cloud appear above this area and unfortunately you do recognize it you do recognize it indeed you need to make a dexterity saving throw With advantage. Thirteen. That's with advantage? Yep, I rolled an eight first, and then the advantage is ten, so... Shite. You take... Uh, Thirteen points of lightning damage as a bolt of lightning strikes down at you. Be careful, Pen, it's getting dangerous! And I shove, like, whatever food I'm eating in my mouth. then draws her arrow her her bow back is like well nice knowing you not with that oh 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 um. that's a 16 so one arrow as the lightning strike hits you you get a little a little zapped and kind of shake it off and the arrow flies by your head she draws again it's like i'm not giving up that easy that's a 24 to hit you take 20 points of radiant damage from this arrow. this familiar surge of energy within her hit as she's like I'm not quite done yet and she draws another arrow back for a 26 to hit no. that hits you take 16 points of radiant damage I gotta keep going 
it, it, it's a natural one, it automatically misses. I gotta keep going! And she pulls the arrow back and sneezes. As the lightning kicked up some, some pollen. Uh, causing her to miss entirely as the arrow gets shot straight up into the cloud. I don't think that's going to clear the storm. So... The fey creature's turn, because the fey creature is still here. The fey creature is going to use its bonus action to teleport. Whoosh, whoosh, teleports underneath you, Pen. And makes its attack. So that is a an 11th. That misses. So it's short sword, stabby stab, misses you. As you kind of just kick the sword away like a toothpick. I'm going to use my reaction for Halo scores. Alright, go ahead and roll. I have to make a... Well, it's a... Yeah. Constitution is fine. So that is... 13. That's a 15. So it, your, your Halo hits. Alright, so... D10. That's 10 damage. Okay. The Halo Spores hits, and you... The Fae Creature takes some damage, but is still alive. And since it does max damage, I grow the healing. Yes. my turn uh is it is Halo... now your turn yeah. sorry peanut gallery question yes does the uh does the halo of spores get his uh dragon force increase um when you make an attack Uh, Halo of Spores is not an attack. So, no. Okay, Halo of Spores is a you. reaction. Understood. Uh, but yes, Pendant is your turn. Hmm. What to do now? I'm going to my greater healing potion, correct? Yes, you have a greater healing potion. 
Greater healing potion in 4d4 plus 4. Correct. Alright, well, I'm going to instead, I'm going to uh, cast heal upon myself. Okay. Which will heal me for 70. Yep. So. And I'm gonna attack. Uh, I'm gonna attempt to uh, melee attack with the uh, the healing staff on the fake creatures. Go ahead and roll. You can hit the That's a twenty. That hit. Oh, that's a dirty twenty. Yep. Okay, so let's see what do I got here. My buff ended, so I don't get the D three D eight force, but I still got dragon force. Yes. So it's it's only one handed, so it's a D six plus one. Yes. So that's six seven, and then three D six for the force. Uh, 12, 14 total damage, because that's 6, 7, 8, 8 for the 4. The fey creature poofs into a puff of pollen. Um, hmm. I can't follow up with the two-weapon fighting because I'd have, right, because she's not in range. Correct. Since I have to move I, to her, I couldn't follow up with that. I'd have to, it has to be, like, without it's movement, right? It's meant to right? be a, a strike strike. Right. So she was closer then. Correct. Um, all right, well, then I guess we'll just pull her closer and hit her with another storm lift. All right, go ahead and make your attack. That is uh, 16 plus 12, so that's a 28. Uh, that definitely hits. Alright, so... Let's see, 6, 5 is 11, 1, 12, 14 piercing damage. Okay. 9 force damage. Now, would that still would that be five feet of movement to me or ten still? That pulls her as close as possible, but she has to make a concentration check. Make a concentration check. So you do that, that. Twelve plus. Fine, you maintain concentration on your spell. Uh, and then go ahead and roll the movement damage. Right, so what did I I know I pulled her as close as I could to me, but was About it only feet. five or Alright, so then it's four of them. 
four, three is seven, one is eight, so ten damage. Since she got closer to me, I'm gonna hit her with the halo of spores too. Go ahead and roll your uh, Halo Spores she needs to make. Um, what does Halo Spores use? It's uh, a con of 20. Uh, What's they, the action? It succeeds. The reaction. Uh, you can't use a reaction because she didn't attack you. Uh, the reaction is when moving within 10 feet of Okay. Uh, so, Constitution. Four starts its turn there. So. So is it seven? That's eleven. So it fa she fails it with an eleven. Six necrotic damage. Or wait, sorry, nine. Sorry. That's it. Alright, we go back to you. So another lightning bolt comes down from the storm. Pen, I need you to make another dexterity saving throw. And you do still have advantage. Nineteen. Thank you for the advantage. Pass, but you still take half damage. You take you would take twenty-seven points of lightning damage, cut in half is thirteen. 
And then you're going to take. Let's see. First. I'm sorry. That's a natural 20. That's fine. I so forgot to do the. I forgot the additional. I said I forgot the additional necrotic damage for the symbiotic energy anyway, so that's that's what I get for getting for getting my abilities. So I'll take the natural point. So that's eight plus four is twelve plus max damage. That's twenty-four points of radiant damage. Your health isn't going down on my end. It is there, though. Okay. Uh, second attack. Is a 24. Uh, why did that... I'm sorry. Undo the 24 points of damage. It didn't roll. D&D Beyond had a... Had a hiccup. I didn't put the 24 on. Okay. So it should actually be 13 plus, it should be 33 points of radiant damage on the first hit. D&D Beyond rolled 2d4 instead of 2d8. Or totally rolled 2d4 instead of 2d8. It should be 2d8 because that's what it's been. Uh, so 33 points of radiant damage from the first strike. The second strike is a 28. So you take another 10 points of radiant damage. So 43 points of radiant damage total. Uh, and are you concentrating? Uh, yeah, I actually think I was the whole time. Just roll, like, you're a warcaster, so roll like three concentration checks with advantage for me. Well, that one's a 15. Okay. That one's a natural 20. Okay. And that one's a 13. A 13? Or a 14. 14. 14. So the natural 20 would have been a 24. Uh, you would lose concentration on your last check. Because you just took... Uh, you would have... Yeah. You, you lose concentration on your last check. So your yeah, thing you disappears. Yeah. Yeah. But I realized that when you said she was concentrating, I'm like, wait, oh crap. It is now your turn, Finn. Yeah. Oh, I heard a little bit. Well. See what I can do. Oh, and I didn't. 
I didn't heal from the damage I did to the Fae from the self-healing staff either. So, my fault. You but did, I'm like, gonna do it again anyway. You did. So I'm still in Dragon Force. Right. So uh, that allows me to use my buff again for yeah. a second time. So I'm gonna activate the buff the Sky Dragon, and I'm gonna swing my self-healing staff at Plethra. Okay. Uh, go ahead and swing your staff. She is going to do a reaction. That is a 19. Okay. Uh, is that with your plus d6? No, it's not. Add your d6. So that is a 21. Okay. And she's going to use her reaction, Cosmic Owen, Omen Woe. Uh, we, we roll a d6 and you subtract that, so that makes it a 19. Still hits. Okay, so self healing staff damage is 1d6. That's a 3 plus 1, so that's 4. And then dragon force damage. Which is 16, so that's 20 damage. Okay. Um, and then the 3d8 because of the buff. Which is 10. Oh. Actually, I've been doing that wrong. Uh, that attack actually misses. Really? She is hasted. Oh, okay. And oh. I forgot she was hasted. Oh. Okay. Well, then it misses. Then, um... Okay. But yeah, so that attack does miss. Okay, well then I will. I'll, I'll cast <clears throat> Infestation again. For uh, that's her. a con save? Con of 20, yes. That is a 25. <clears throat> Alright, I'm done. being this close you know i can't i'm not effective this close so uh bye and uh she takes the bonus action disengage from haste and we move over here 
then she's like, oh, that's much better. Now I can draw my bow with more room. That is a 21 to hit. Or 14 points of radiant damage. One arrow strikes true right in your shoulder. Second strike is a 28 to hit. So you take another 12 points of radiant damage. And her final strike is a 26 to hit. You take 18 points of radiant damage. What was that last one damage? 18. Uh, huh, that was, whoo, this is, this is pretty close. Uh, I guess I'll concede to you, it's your turn. How much I have 15 feet of movement yeah, because of the bar. You have 20 feet of movement. 20 feet, so. And you're currently right. 5 feet in the air. That's 20 feet, yep. Uh, because you moved, I don't think I did this last time. Uh, you take. Not that. What, where, where is it? There's so much stuff here. Um, not that one. Not that one. This one. You take. Six points of piercing damage as the brambles around your body. Or slashing damage as the brambles around your body dig in. I have resistance to that. So you take so. three points of slashing. Uh, you have resistance to non magical. Let me double check. As an actual challenger, when you're hit with attacks from a non-magical metal weapon or an attack that deals force damage, so this actually counts as magical. Um, so you take the full six points. You gain resistance to force and non-magical bludgeoning, piercing. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so then six points of damage. Yes. So add three or subtract three more. There we go. And then you, you, that's just from moving because the brambles dig into you, but it is still your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to activate my symbiotic energy again. Uh, okay. And so that seems to be fast. It's 72 temporary hit points. How many uses does that have? It's got, I have two uses of the wild shape. Oh. oh, okay, that's right, it uses your wild shape, okay. Um, and then, because of the, I still have the buff activated from the Steel Dragon, Yep. Uh, my melee range, in, or melee, 
is 15 feet. Yes. So I'm going to swing my self-healing staff at her. Okay. Go ahead. Hopefully hit and hit myself. Uh, that is a 19 plus 9, so that's a 28. Uh, 28 will hit. Go ahead and roll oh. your damage. Alright, so. 3 plus 1 for uh, piercing, I think. Or bludgeoning? Bludgeoning. Yep. And then the 3d6 for the force. Yep. Uh, which is five, six, seven. So seven and three is tiny. Okay. And then we get 3d8 for the steel dragon. Yep. Which is another 14. Ooh. So. And. At that. At that. You see the storm vanishes from above you as the clouds slowly clear. And this elvish creature begins to sway back and forth, her bubbly personality fading for a second. But you see some type of magical effect leave her body. And she stands back up. It's like, oh, whew, that was invigorating. Ah, that was a good hit. Thank you. She's still up. Oh, uh, well, I still had more damage to go with that. Because there was somebody I couldn't see that was still in the car damage. Okay, go ahead and roll. Well, the symbiotic entity, when the symbiotic entity hits, because all the all the dragon force damage is all one attack, technically. Is symbiotic entity separate right. or added on to that attack? No additional damage to the melee weapon attack. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Because the DC is Right, it's it's all one <laughs> attack. So that's a one. Yeah. So she's still she's still. Uh, on. Then I'm going to follow up with the, uh, um, Baba Yaga's Pestle. Alright, go ahead and roll. And that is a natural one. Natural one. You go to follow up. And you swing and a miss because she's still swaying a little bit from being almost knocked out. And that's it. And that's her. Alright. We go up to her turn.
Oh, all right. Well, time to reposition myself. She's going to move over there. We're going to do that. That is 1d10 plus 8. So she gets that back. Did she move anywhere within a 10-foot bubble around me? No, she... Well, she moved away from you. Right, but she had... She had to go, like, around me or whatever? Or... Yes, she went around you. Was she then anywhere in the range of my hand? She was... Uh, she was about 15 feet away from you when she moved. So as long as her path is nowhere within 10 feet of me, then she's fine. Eight. So that's two potions. You see her pop out two bottles from her cap, and she chugs one, and then she chugs the other one, and her injuries start healing. Ah, alright. Bring it on, shiny! It's your turn, Pen. Alright, well... Since you're, uh... Since you Really good with that bow. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to cast blindness on her. Okay. Which is a con save of twenty. Con save of twenty. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> We're fine because that's a twenty-four. Alright, well, I'm gonna follow up with another con save because then I'm gonna cast Blight. Ooh! Ooh! Okay, alright, okay. It's fine, we're fine. Everything's fine. I don't like Blight. Oh, that's not as good. That's a 16. <laughs> um. Let's see. Where is the damage? No, there it is. Eighth level. Twelve D eight. I don't have twelve D eight, so I'm gonna roll it digitally. Seven points of damage. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah. Let me let me check one thing here. One thing. Just just one thing. You see as the blight as your necrotic energy leaves your hands and you shoot this this dark green purplish energy at her that surrounded by dead vines. It hits. It makes purchase. She starts to sway again. And something glows and disappears off of her body. And she is still standing. To try to get this arrow out of my leg, would that be an action or a bonus action? Action. Okay, so then... Bonus action-wise at the moment, I don't really have anything to do because I cast the damage and spell. So, let's just shillelagh my healings. You're gonna shillelagh, okay. Your healing staff is shillelagh. Oh. That's it. Okay, we go back to her. Uh, wait. Does it does it require an action for me to do my spreading spores? To do what? Spreading spores. It says while you're in your symbiotic entity, you can hurl your spores up to thirty feet away. They will swirl in a ten foot cube for one minute. The spores disappear early if the feature is used again or are dismissed for the bonus. Thing. Doesn't say it requires an action for me to I move my spores. I would say that would require. Uh, well, you could probably move them. Uh, it requires a bonus action. I'd say it would require a bonus action. So then, can I take back my shillelagh and use that instead? Uh, let me see your. Uh, yeah, I'll let you do that. Where are you moving them? Your spores. To... Like, on top of her. Uh, she is 35, 40 feet away from you. Um... Like, you can go in those cubes there. That's 30 feet. Then I'll move closer to her and then use the bonus action to get it on her. Okay, you'll take the uh, slashing damage. That's three points of slashing damage for movement. And then you can cast your spores. What do the spores do when they're on somebody? It's just the halo spores in that area. If they either enter or start their turn, Uh, so she does start her turn there. 
So if she starts her turn there, you have to use your reaction. Um, if she, whenever a creature moves into the cube or starts its turn there, the creature takes Halo of four damage, unless it succeeds in a Constitution saving throw. And but since would... well, I can't use I can't use my reactions to Halo spores around me because it's not around me, so it doesn't count as a reaction. It just gotcha. It's an AOE. That's a few of them. Yeah. So that's a 20. She passes the con save. Okay. Barely, but she passes. She, so she started turning there, so she passed. She's gonna move five, ten. She moved there to the edge of the circle, and we're gonna spend two sorcery points. And we're just going to. We're just going to uh, hit you with some of these. So first strike, that's going to miss at a d4. Yeah, that's a 12. First one misses. One Eldritch Blast blows past you. Second Eldritch Blast is a 20. That does hit you, yes? Yes. You take... One point of damage. Take one point of force damage. Um, your resistance doesn't affect the one point, because it's one point. Uh, ouch. Uh, second strike... Ooh, or third strike, I should say, is a nine. Fourth strike is a 15. You're at 16 because you're dual wielding. Then it gets, as each of these strikes are coming at you, you see a shadow of the strikes also coming at you as it is twinned and copied. That's a 14. That misses. That's a 24. So you take seven points of force damage, cut in half is 
three. That's a 27. You take 10 points of force damage cut in half, which is five. And that's a 19. You take 25, or you take, I'm sorry, you take six points of force damage, which is reduced to three. a familiar energy cover her hands, Pen, as her wounds start to close up. And then she draws her bow back. Ooh! She just rolled another natural 20. So here. the hell? So that's... Plus. That's 32 points of radiant damage. Um, I am immune to crits. You are. When did you... What are you... What's giving you immunity to crits? My fungal embodiment. What? My fungal and my my fungal body, I think it's what it's called, from my spore, my uh, circle of spores. Any critical counts as a normal hit unless you're incapacitated. You're not. So actually, you would just take the you take twelve points of radiant damage then. Your turn, Pen. All right. I am going to at ninth level. I'm going to erupt the earth. Okay. Around her. Okay. What is that? Erupt earth. It is a dex phase of 20. Okay. Would we all feel this? Yeah, the earth would start shaking for everyone on the outside of the arena. 
Okay, so we're gonna make the deck save, which is also plus four. I'm gonna use, and you see magic around her body, os dissipate. Uh, we're gonna use our one and only luck on that. Not better. She fails. Um, I don't have as many dice, so I'm gonna roll it uh, digitally. Okay. As the earth erupts, it flings her elvish body up into the air. About ten feet in the air. And she comes back down to earth. And she's out. She's done. Pen, you are the winner. Woo! Oh, that was a, arms in the air. Go that was a sweet finish. Go pin! Majors come rushing onto the field. Uh, you each get sixteen points of HP. As she comes to, she's just like, oh, well, that's why you're the best. <laughs> and she's a little, a little dizzy, a little, a little gone. She just flew 15 feet in the air and got dropped down. I'm going to cast heal upon her. Heal? At seventh level, at seventh level, healing her for 80. very much thank you that was actually quite fun I haven't I haven't had that much excitement without worrying about their people possibly dying or if I'm gonna get ambushed from behind as combat dies down, you hear the sounds of the forest creep back in. Ah, well, that was a good challenge. I have a lot of work to do. Thank you for accepting it. And uh, I really hope to see you soon. Bye. And she runs off the field. Bye. Nice meeting you. Runs over to her friends in the garden and you hear them all talking and fangirling and all the other things that are happening over there. Uh, in the meantime, Malachi, the per the the uh, proprietor, the guild individual mm -hmm. that was taking all the bets, comes up to you and hands you a sack of coins. Three hundred oh. platinum, or three hundred three thousand gold. <laughs> yeah. Your payout. That's my dragonborn. Uh, Dayanis, and I. You are paid out seven hundred. 
and Pen. You are paid out your bet, which is five hundred, plus your share of the winnings, which is thirty-five hundred. Well done. Dad. So that's four thousand gold or forty platinum. Uh, Dayanis, for you, that's 700 gold or 70 platinum, and Malachi, that is 3,000 gold or 30 platinum. Or 300 platinum. You're my boy, Pen! Ooh. This was an early morning battle. You guys woke up at about 8-ish o'clock. This was 8 rounds, so it was almost a minute. And it took you guys maybe an hour to get ready and eat and everything. So 9 o'clock. It's still about 9 o'clock, 9.15 by the time they get this area cleaned up. And, you know. Reset the oh. field and everything. Uh, Dianus, you still see you see a, a hooded figure across the way, just kind of sitting in the low light. They're looking intently at you. Ace, you still feel the eyes of a someone watching you closely as well. I'm going to look at Ace, and then look back over at that shadowed figure. And I'm going to give him the finger. <laughs> You're here. Are you doing the same thing, Ace? I made fart noises in the direction. Okay, just... <laughs> well, Dianus, just make a charisma check for me. Ace, make a performance check. Okay. I need one second. I walked away. <laughs> Dianus, what did you roll? I got a 19. Okay. Ace. 26. Your fart noises turn heads. As a bunch of people start staring at you. Some making faces, some laughing. Children making fart noises back. The tiefling in the trees, you hear a short giggle before a muffled, like they covered their mouth or something. So you know where they are. Um, Dianus, you were hoping for a lower roll on that because you are being insulting, but you flicked your middle finger up. And uh, as you do so, you see the shadowed figure drop their hood and pull out a couple of daggers and point them threatening at you from across the way. 
I'm gonna pull on Ace's arm and be like, <laughs> look at this. Meanwhile, your uh, dragonborn friend Pen is still looking quite a bit beat up. Clearly, they are dealing with. I'm gonna pull out that greater healing potion that I gave me. Alright, you go ahead and take it and drink it and heal. Um, you all see Kazuto come out of the keep. Be like, ah. Man, at least the fight's over. And you see someone walk up to him and whisper something into his like, Oh, really? Man, you guys bring the party with you when you come. I was enjoying my peace and quiet. And he turns and walks back into the keep. If I knew we were having a party, I would have baked. Is there anything that uh, that you guys want to do at this present moment? You all do see Dianus being threatening and getting threatened. And oh yeah, Ace I'm looking at both Ace and... I look at both Ace and Dianus and I'm like, which one of you are next? And I'm just grinning. We aren't particularly interested in fighting for fun. It's not really for fun. It's out of respect. Look at it as um, training. As in, like, they're dueling their mentor. Somehow, I don't think that, that she finds me to be some kind of idol. <laughs> well, she is a warlock, so you are the only warlock that I have met so far that isn't really that dark. You mean evil? You are more on the... Not, not really... Not all warlocks are evil. I mean, a lot of people think that. That's, But they're usually just down they look at everything with a, a shade of gray let's say so sad well except for you come one come all see the world's least depressed warlock And it looks like Dionys has a little somebody over there that that Zion her up. Yeah, I don't think she mentors me very much. The somebody over there vanishes in the thin air again and appears right next to you, Dionys. Jesus. She's gonna kind of jump away, and be like, "Oh, oh, got stealthy type, huh?" Yes, I would very much like to see who's the better assassin. Okay. Name a place. Name a time. Here. Next round. 
not not here here but like in the forest i think we'll both be much more comfortable with the trees indeed human tree battle then she just vanishes as quickly as she appeared wait i could have fought in the forest i got a choice there was a choice in this matter how do you get the choice (laughs) I think they do, and I point at Dayanis. She's a ranger. And I'm a druid! Yeah, but considering that I have experience in the woods and I can leap 20 foot into a tree, that makes a big difference. Agreed. Ace, you hear Pick a message. You hear a message in your head while this is happening. Where ha- I'm, I'm gonna challenge you next. Well, if we get to choose terrain that benefits us, I suppose, is there a vat of lubricant available somewhere? There's the dragon fountain. <laughs> it's water. It's closest you, you make get. your own lube? Aren't you self-lubricating? I am, but that doesn't mean my opponent is. Well, I remember what? I remember you throwing a lube ball, so they could very well be lube. <laughs> None of that. None of that. Malachi. Just don't stand in the splash zone, Malachi, Malachi. You take one point of fake psychic damage as the memories from that morning rush back to you. <laughs> uh, two of your party members have been challenged to upcoming duels. As Malachi and Penn, you wait for equipment to be worked on, and you all ponder what lies ahead of you in this brief reprieve and test of skill and strength. But that is a tale for another time. We are going to end tonight's episode there. Everybody, thank you for joining in and listening and uh, keeping up with the shenanigans of the Legendary Misfits. Same same time and same place next week. We shall see you all there. Please, please do not miss the duels between the intrepid ranger and the stealthy assassin. And both very eccentric warlocks. I know who my money's going to be on. Always bet on the misses. You always bet on both. It was bet. like a, it was like a 70-30 split, like seventy on pen, thirty on the on the backup. So at least I don't come away completely on the backup. Back with seventy percent confidence. <laughs> it was seventy percent confidence. <clears throat> Bye everyone. Good night everybody. <clears throat> night. Well, that's a wrap. If you want to catch us live, head over to links.chaoticallybalanced.com, linked in the description below, and follow our socials to stay up to date on our schedule and anything else we have going on. We are live most Tuesdays at 7.30 Eastern on YouTube, Kick, and our Facebook page. You can further support our adventure by visiting chaoticallybalanced.com forward slash support, and you'll get access to exclusive content. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.